residents are older and worst of all in places with shrinking populations and few immigrants. All but three of the 136 counties with the highest rates, where more than one in six working-age adults receive disability, were rural, the analysis found, although the vast majority of people on disability live in cities and suburbs. The counties spread out from northern Michigan through the boot heel of Missouri and Appalachia and into the deep south are largely racially homogenous. Eighteen of the counties were majority black, but the remaining counties were, on average, 87 percent white. In the 2016 presidential election, the majority white counties voted overwhelmingly for Donald Trump, whose rhetoric of a rotting nation with vast joblessness often reflects lived experiences in these communities. Most people aren't employed when they apply for disability. One reason, applicant rates skyrocketed during the recession. Full-time employment would, in fact, disqualify most applicants. And once on it, few ever get off, their ranks uncounted in the national unemployment rate, which doesn't include people on disability. The decision to apply, in many cases, is a decision to effectively abandon working altogether. For the severely disabled, this choice is, in essence, made for them. But for others, it's murkier. Aches accumulate. Years pile up. Job prospects diminish. What drives people to apply for disability is, in many cases, the repeated loss of work and inability to find new employment, said David Otter, an economist with the Massachusetts Institute of Technology who has studied rising disability rates. Many people who are applying would say, look, I would like to work, but no one would employ me. In that position now, Spencer, a slight man with luminous blue eyes, drove deeper into western Alabama. He steered through Walker County, where nearly one in five working-age adults are on disability, and into Lamar County, where the disability rate has more than doubled over the past 20 years, arriving in the town of Beaverton, population 273, where even the 55-year-old mayor is drawing a disability check. He pulled up to a small house alongside a quiet country road, got out, and looked around. There was only forest and hills and sun. Man, I love it out here, he said. Ain't going nowhere, Ruby agreed. Spencer, who wears mud-caked boots and camouflage and brags of burning trash like a proper redneck, has grown so enamored of rural life that he's sometimes surprised when he remembers that he spent most of his life elsewhere. He grew up just outside of Peoria, Illinois, dropped out of school at 14, secured his GED, served two stints in prison for felony burglary before he turned 20, and started working roofing jobs, following other family members into manual labor, like his grandfather who built bridges and his mother who worked at a stove factory. His work as a roofer had been a constant thread through his life, from one state to the next, one job to another. And so it had been again, 2005, when he followed family members to Lamar County, which is 86% white and 11% black, and was then navigating a long decline in population and manufacturing jobs. One plant moved to Mexico, another to the Dominican Republic. He nonetheless found a roofing job quickly settling into a life that, for a time, felt as safe as it was comfortable. But then came the recession and the uneven recovery, and jobs started drying up. And four years ago, as the county poverty rate climbed to 24 percent, the roofing company let him go. He figured he'd find more work right away, but weeks became months, and he started doing what he calls odds and ends work as a welder, a ranch hand, even a full-time garbage collector, but nothing restored the stability that had gone missing. 
He opened the front door to his house. He walked past a small sign in a living room cabinet that said, Believe in the beauty of your dreams, and into a bathroom that he had recently remodeled and where another sign said, Don't quit. Stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. He had been reading a book lately about the power of positivity. He would sometimes think about it when putting in job applications or when he was behind his house, looking at his possessions. There was the old Kia that hadn't run in two years, the pile of aluminum cans for which he'd make 40 cents on the pound, the dozens of used tires a repair shop had paid him to haul away. He never knew what would turn out to be worth something. He was blessed. He always tried to remind himself. But increasingly, there were days when Spencer knew he was faking a belief, once so strong that everything would work out. There were days like today when he sat in a pew in a small church in Lamar County, listening to members of the congregation ask for...